Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, radio hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, um, technical goodies. Radio hotler. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. And welcome to episode 184 of Radio Hot Lap, that light-hearted and insane podcast that takes an occasional look at the world of motor racing, more occasional <laughs> as we go on in life, uh, heading towards 200. You've got a cool emerging technology. You're yeah. looking pepper and what? Barbecues, Creole and yep. casseroles and what? And lots of all manner of American food at the moment. American food. American. American food. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened there with that, that, that start, but that was just... We had a false again. start, viewers, so we've just started again. And um, yeah, I'm his regular co-host. These yeah, Jack is regular co-host. Yeah, when he's, and, when uh, he's in the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> it's good to have you back, Arty. At the World Radio Headquarters, which <laughs> won't be that we'll get into later. That's right, we will because it's yeah, World, world Headquarters is, uh, has numbered days. So, um, what are you drinking? Oh, mate, I'm having a, uh, a little sneaky Jip Jip Rocks. Not Jip Jip Rocks. <laughs> when <laughs> I bought Jip Jip Rocks, it was like, ah, oh, Jip Jip Rocks. Oh, yeah, but, but this is what FWBM bought it. I mean, it's not often who buys it. FWBM's bought it. Then he obviously tasted the bottle I bought around and thought, well, it was all right. No, he doesn't like it. He just got it for nothing. Oh, well, that's probably the reason why then. So. <laughs> Yourself? Mate, I, I, now I'm going to give you a little bit of a test here. I've got a different beer tonight, something that I've discovered, which I believe is very pleasant. If I said to you Super Leggera, what would you think of Spain. <laughs> you would not. You got it right the first time. You're not meant to be saying that. <laughs> okay, Lamborghinis. Lamborghinis, right. And what does it stand for? Uh, extra legs. <laughs> no, it's very light. Extra light, super light. Oh, well, right. Okay, super light. Right, so super this legs. is a Leggera. This is a Peroni Leggera, which is their light beer. And um, it's, it's very good. The... Um, the Yanks refer to light beer as low carbs. We refer to uh, uh, light beer basically as being low in alcohol. But uh, obviously the Italians have got it sussed because it's a low carbo light beer. I have to say, JP, that I had probably the best time of my 55 trips to America. It was just really good. Everyone was super friendly. No dramas. Indianapolis is a super place to go. Um, didn't go to New York which where and New, or New Jersey. <laughs> where, where people will get a little bit snappy. I mean, you know, this is quite a fine wine. You know what a fine yep. wine in New York is? <laughs> on, no. I want to go to Miami. <laughs> oh, that's not a fine wine. That's an annoying wine. But that's what they say. But anyway, so you had a good trip. Viewers, I'm catching up. I'm catching friendly. up on all this just the same as you are because Hardy and I haven't actually seen each other since he got back. Uh, so this is like first time to ask him about what the hell went on over there. Well, let's just, went, so look, I'd just do a quick recap. 30 rewind. trips to California yeah. and you know, for yes. Silicon Valley, stuff like that. And then there was a bit of New York stuff, um, you know, a few years back with uh, Ericsson and so on like that and doing that, that stuff. And um, and then it would be Atlanta, Free National Paulie's mm -hmm. uh, uh, wedding and also with Panos Days. Yep. But, and, and then I'd done a trip up through like Columbus and you know uh, Columbus, um, Wisconsin to Lake Elkhart and Mid-Ohio and stuff like that. But I'd never come across, right. it wasn't Route 66, but it was like Indianapolis, St. Louis, uh, Kansas City, um, through Kansas and it's pretty much, you know, there's a sign again, 
Oz Wines, I'm going, wow, out here. <laughs> it's like Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> so got that wrong. Um, and then on to, on to Colorado and, and uh, where we were staying with, uh, with Tom and Tamara at uh, a, place, a place called uh, the city of Longmont, uh, right on the, very, about, about 10 minutes from Boulder. Gorgeous, gorgeous property. Very long trip. In fact, it's probably the longest road trip I think I've ever done in a single day. We were in a, oh, we were in a, a big, uh, we were in a big F-250 Chev. F-250 or something. Big Chevy. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was Chev, a wasn't big it? Chev with huge 10-litre twin-turbo diesel. Very, very nice to drive. But you were pulling a trailer? Or yeah, a, a, horse, tra- a horse, trailer, like, horse trailer full oh. of stuff because they were moving right. some stuff back. They had a property over in there in Indianapolis, and they're keeping one of them, but they're basically moving some stuff. Over. But that was a good way of seeing things. And mm. you know, when you when you travel across that way, you see things. And I, 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 I can't say how friendly Americans are. And anything that you see on TV about how unfriendly Americans are, or you know the what's going on in the newspapers, that's generally a nas- uh, uh, they're the narcissists that are sort of yeah. running around in the country. People are just super friendly. Um, and it's a really great way to see things. What I notice most though is you go through St. Louis um, where the arch is and that's for crossing the Mississippi is how, and it must be so much more so in Detroit, yep. that industry has just stopped. And there are just Since the, the GFC, it's just all turned to shit. It, it's been also outsourced to China. Right. And that's what's happened to America, is that yeah. all the jobs have gone away. But the, the, the rusting hulks of business are there, which are huge photographic opportunities. Yeah. Much like what happened in Russia when, um, when, when, when the walls sort of broke yeah. down there, uh, the Volga River was the lifeblood of Russia, and industries just like stopped and yeah. fell into, into the river there. So there's a lot of photography, but you can feel you know, emotionally that it's a very sad place to sort of come through because a lot of lives have... have, 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 have you know, been affected by that. Up, yeah. But um, nonetheless, I can't say. I mean, I, I really, I can't say um, enough about how friendly the Americans are. When I let's say when you get away from some of the bigger cities, and yeah. uh, look, I'm, I'm the, the, food, the food kills me. You know, because I, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I take my glasses now everywhere, but it takes a half an hour to get through what it is, and even the smallest starter is enough to kill a horse. <laughs> You know, like, you know, Kobe slider entree, like three mini burgers. I mean, that's all I can eat. I mean, I didn't get, like, I didn't get what like this by eating a lot. But uh, really, really, really great trip. And, and um, you know, Indianapolis was, was, was a, a, a massively interesting race to go to. We sort of got, got cut a bit short with the last show because we had to go to the press conference. And, right. and Tamara and I had to go down and, and, uh, and uh, catch up with what was going on. But uh, what I probably failed to say was just the level of accessibility for anyone going to the place who has a little bit of an in, like, like you know, I, I, I suppose I did because I put my hand up and said I want to come and they yeah. verified it and then I introduced myself to the people. So always be able to get in the door there again, I think. Um, and they were very happy for us to come. And just, you know, the fact that you can walk out on the grid, you know, three quarters of an hour before the race has started and the engines are running and they're right around you and it's... It's there's no the OH and S isn't as apparent as it is right in uh, in in Australia or certainly at Le Mans twenty four hour um, so and they're all the, very friendly I, I thought very very friendly and I didn't approachable have any and I mean I know I think you said that you know you spoke to a few uh, ex winners and whatnot and they were just average guys just wandering around yeah like exactly I mean as I said you know like I caught up with the, with, with Mario Andretti a nineteen sixty nine winner obviously next Formula One champ and Tom Sneaver nineteen eighty three 
super easy to go to, go to talk to you know in the corporate box with Patrick Dempsey you know, you know hey, he he runs a GT program for drivers like Lee Keane who's also in the car with Alan and right. Alan uh, and Dominic Thanks. this weekend at the, the 24 hour of Le Mans which is I think uh, uh, that qualified ninth in the first practice session um, right. and another practice session today and also had driven the, the Nürburgring 24 hour um, a very very uh, you know and he's an approachable sort of dude like because you know, a lot of people will go, oh my God, that's Patrick Dempsey. But he's a, he's a car racing dude. And so if you just look at it from the same perspective, you know, we all go yeah. to the toilet and, you know, he just, <laughs> yeah. and we don't, he, don't, he doesn't go car racing because yeah, he wants exactly. to be Hollywood. Yeah. Whereas yeah. it sort of gets a bit, anyway, it's all very, very nice. So I was, I was really pleased that, um, you know, I could, uh, I could go to the, the 100th anniversary of the race, although it's not actually the 100th running. Um, you know, uh, while I was having a, a significant birthday at the same time, so and nice people to take you around and show you what's going on and the museum. You must go to it. It, it is very, very good. And right. police escorts in, but that's another story. <laughs> police. No, well, you said about the police escort in on the uh, on the show, and uh, that was that was all very. Yeah, there were a lot of dog stickers plastered right. on police yeah. cars and, and, and various signs around yeah. uh, some race cars even. Oh, well, that's but, good. Um, Oh, yeah, I don't know where they would have come from. No, no, no idea. Thank you, no. Jezza. Yeah, good old Jezza. Yeah. Any Jezza Railway stickers get stuck yeah, up there? Oh well, actually, there was uh, one chuck on uh, the very rather significant the Indy uh, Indy Gasoline Alley Grill. <laughs> Jezza will be happy with that. Yeah. You got a photo to send him? No, but I got a bill in the mail about how to clean it off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very good. Indianapolis is an interesting town to go to as well. Um, what come, what's there? Okay, so Speedway is actually a huge suburb in its own right. I mean, you've got to right. remember that it's two and a half miles long. So how many people cram in on race day? Well, I, I think that it covers, it's somewhere between three and 400,000. Um, but uh, and if you had to get in there manually, you know, if you'd been, been in a line or you didn't have the pass, you, you're I mean, up, without a police, escort. you're up to three or four hours in traffic. And we, I, I can tell you, JP, we had there were about uh, ten or twelve cars with uh, two police cars at the front, bikes on the side. We went from about ten kilometres away, and I don't know how these guys organised it. And I've got the video, and we're through all the intersections, all stop. Well, we're police at every intersection. We're just straight through. Fantastic! And it's, uh, an what an experience that would have been. And even the guys that had done thirty of these uh, events, we've well, never done that before. And I went all with the rusty sausage on the back of the police car. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you got to go. Race was good. You got to go. Yeah, the ra- you know I, I have to say that I was a little bit underawed by it um, yeah. because it, well nothing much was happening in front of me up until the very last minute, which I uh, articulated yeah, in course, the last yeah. bit. Where Jr. Hildebrand hit the wall, you know, trying to get around one of the slower guys and hit the marbles and tore the two wheels off. Kept his foot in it. 150 mile an hour across the line only to have Dan, Dan Weldon take the win and it was even more significant than the fact that Dan Weldon had been driving the National Guard car the previous year right. and had come second <laughs> so, I, I, so it, justice was served well so, I don't in know some this weird is sort of way justice was served I think J.R. Hillman is a very uh, a very very good and upcoming driver um, and, and it deserves to be able to, it would definitely deserve to have that win and, and I'm not going to get into you know whether the Americans are a great you know, nation for fighting against you know the the, the the nasty people of the world. But I think that to have the National Guard win that, yeah, as a brand, a that would have been really good for the forces yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. So um, that, you've got to go if you get the opportunity. Very, very good. And I mean, I I, I was happy to just be down at, at lower level and 
just 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 mess around. There's just so many characters, right? Yeah, and and you, everyone can take the wheelie bins in, and, and no one's picking up your 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 card every five minutes and having a look, and you've got the right security. It's right. none of that officious behaviour that we get here in Australia. Really? No. It's just relaxed, non-taxing. Oh, I see, that's nice, isn't it? Americans are cool. They're all right. So, who else did you see? Did you catch up? Yeah, I know. I heard you mention International in the last. Um... Yeah, well, I did actually catch up with International, and we uh, went to St Elmo's in town for um, a very, uh, a very nice steak. Although I tell it was about three thirty in the afternoon, I really couldn't sort of sort of be, be dealing with it. But, yeah, International, he didn't have much to say about things, but um, you know, it's funny because uh, he said, "Look, oh, I'm going off to Le Mans. I've got some stuff that I, I can't talk to you about." And I said, "Well, what can't you talk to me about?" <laughs> well, you know, just since you've walked in the door, I've actually found out. But uh, what he's on about, and it's actually rather significant, that uh, that uh, uh, International Paulie is the PR director for a called Project Fifty Six, which has got the backing of the of the ACO and Le Mans. Don Panels is involved, so is Highcroft, and they're going to be taking as the fifty sixth entry to the two thousand and twelve Le Mans Twenty Four Hour. The Delta Wing car, ah. of which we will be going, no doubt, to that's be part of the PRT. Now that's pretty cool, it isn't is. it? So now you know why he was keeping a second. This yeah, only just came. Right. This only came through the wire in the last half hour. Far so since you walked in the door because here. Because everybody's been going, what's happening with the Delta Wing? What's happening okay. with the Delta so Wing? Okay, so I'll just gotta give you a quick read. Okay, so just, yeah, you know, Thursday, June 9, that's why Paul went to, to Le Mans. Uh, some of the biggest names in American motorsport will join forces for the 2012 24 Hour of Le Mans to showcase a unique concept. Now, we saw the Delta Wing car, yes. which was going to be shown as perhaps a, uh, an, in, an indie, indie car, but um, who yep. knows what's going on there. No, so, they all fell yeah. So okay. who's involved with it? Dan Gurney, the man behind the Gurney wow. flap. Um, and uh, working with back-to-back uh, ALMS champs, uh, Highcroft Racing. Don Panos has uh, joined as a, as a key advisor. So that'll be, you know, pretty interesting. <laughs> um, pretty. The 56th place on the grid is reserved for a technologically innovative car to, persis- to participate outside the classifications. A vehicle showcasing new applications and unique technologies previously unseen in the world's greatest endurance race. So international, I have to say, mate, yeah. I can understand why you had to keep it quiet, and he didn't tell me. What a scoop! Although really. he, he, yeah, they're great, you know. What a scoop. Well, international, Good you heard it here on. No, Good for on you, Paul. Radio, yeah. radio, radio, hot lap. That's fantastic. Um, blah 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 blah. Well, so that's. Uh, that's I, I, I think it's great that they've done something with the Delta Wing, basically, because the, the whole concept was, I thought, was pretty special. And Foes did that big double page spread on it in. Uh, Auto action and the, the interview with the design guys and all the rest of the stuff, and then it sort of all just fell in a hole because they couldn't agree that they would run it as a, um, you know, as a um, that will be category car. It will be a very very interesting so, thing to do next year. So I think you know you said you want to go next year and uh, mm. anyway and, and a few other people. So we'll definitely we'll go along and you know, do a bit of media stuff there with those guys. Um, be fantastic. Uh, but yeah, it'd be, be be a bit special too. Would be well international, eh? Good yeah. at Coosville. Yeah, excellent. But but, uh, but that's all good. If you want to know more about that, uh, www. Uh, and he's actually screwed up here. It's um it's not it's. It, it's 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 media.highcroftracing.com. He's put the www in here. The deal. I have to tell him he got it wrong. Username Highcroft Password Media. <laughs> we'll go to highcroftracing.com. See what you put the www in. It's a subdomain. He's messed up. <laughs> Paul, you messed up. <coughs> That's good. 
Back with Don Tanner. Yeah. Amazing how the, how the wheel turns, eh? Well, mate, I was away. Yeah. Uh, so it took it while I looked up. Went and happened. What went on there? Oh. I mean, is there anything interesting? No, not oh, really. Okay, next. Pretty boring. You know, nothing really uh, what I would have called earth shattering or whatever. But, <coughs> well, yeah. what has been earth shattering? Well, I thought Monaco was good. Did you watch Monaco from over there? Uh, I did actually. I went into the media centre to watch a little bit of it, um, and it was happening about you know late morning. Yep. Yeah, sort of figured. So I watched bits of it. I saw uh, Michael Schumacher stop in the middle of the track, but I didn't really. You know, I saw the uh, the the Perez accident earlier. Right. uh, Yeah, the the Perez practice accident. Well, but um, Perez is uh, running this weekend, which is good. So. Supposedly, so. Uh, but I did hear that the the, the Bahrain has been uh, that the, the, the I don't know the Formula One. It's not the drivers associated. No, the FIA have said like, okay, yeah. Bahrain will be on, and then um, uh, Ross Braun put his hand up and said, look, there's no way we can do this, and it's yeah. going to bump out the Indian Grand Prix, which they exactly. were very happy out because nothing was ready. Yep. Obviously, you know. Yeah. So well, apparently, India's now supposedly going to be back on. Bahrain's definitely Indy, not going ahead. India. India. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, well, yeah back and, now, on. and now Bernie says today. And Bernie's gone. No, the Bahrain GP will not go ahead because eleven teams objected. Plus, apparently, there was some uh, global campaigning organisation called Avars um, who slammed the FIA's fact-finding report on Bahrain, which was uh, which was led basically by Jean Todt. Um, but he did say, even even Todd said himself early on in the piece that the rescheduled Bahrain could yet be cancelled. And then, interestingly, Max Mosley waded in um, in the British media and said Bahrain won't happen. So whether he um, used his sphere of influence to talk to team owners or whether they just came up with it on their own, certainly 11 of them decided that uh, it's not going to happen and uh, it's not going to happen. So uh, I thought that was fairly interesting. Petrov's all right, apparently, after his little bit of a uh, prank. Um, Couldn't feel his legs. No, it was, it was his yes. ankle. Um, uh, it, it's got hurt, but only bruising and whatnot, and he's okay. And uh, he, goes he was right. very thankful, yeah, apparently. Very I like thankful. him. I think he's going to go yeah, very I well. Too. I think, I think, he'll, he's I think he's potential better world champion. Yeah. Going um, out Apparently... Uh, um, no, pardon intended. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton... Um, had a bit of a uh, a bit of a session after the race. Did he? Um, what? Was he off his face on it? Well, no. He was he was carrying on about Felipe Massa and uh, Pastor Maldonado um, because of the the prangs he had with both of them, uh, as if it like it wasn't his fault; it was their fault. But obviously, the cold light of day dawned, <coughs> and uh, he's tweeted apologies to uh, both of them. And uh, apparently, there were four stewards who uh, decided on his penalty and that he'd been a naughty boy, and um, he apologised to them as well. But Apparently, it's only been done as tweets thus far. And I don't think it would have been uh, so Lewis's hands on the keyboard. I'm delivering the tweets. Maybe it wasn't. And the, the interesting thing will be on the coverage um, this weekend in, in Canada. To, oh, yes, yeah, this weekend in Canada to see whether he actually goes up and apologises to him personally. Uh, now, while we, while we talk about Canada just uh, momentarily at the, uh, the Gilles Villeneuve circuit, but actually they also run uh, NASCAR events at the same time. Um, if you're interested, uh, check your local guides. 
12.10 a.m. Sunday morning on 1HD here in, a, in, a, in the Central Standard Time, that's Adelaide, probably half an hour forward in the East Coast will yep. be the start of the Le Mans 24 hour. Which is what they did last for year. For about two, uh, two and a half hours before they go to Canadian qualifying and right. then they'll go back to it and then they'll do some other rubbish. Um, and then uh, probably and then Sunday back. they come back for so two hours pretty, in the morning. There's a pretty good chunk which of is, it. Which is what they did last year, which was fantastic. Well, because you never saw it last year, you were there. No, I wasn't there. I, I was there. at the Worldwide Developers Conference. Oh, that's right. I knew there was a reason you were away. Oh, was it? Because I watched it. I thought Francisco. it was great the way that One um, HD handled it last year. It was just enough. But, and, 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 you know, the thing was that I was watching the start of it, <laughs> like, and then my, in the hotel room the morning we have to go. So <laughs> I, it ends up being in the air. And the irony of that is that this year, the Steve Jobs show yes. at WWDC is in the air while. I'm flying back. I thought it was pretty funny, but then I got two hours extra because of a screw up at the airport where the, everyone wanted to squeeze my toothpaste to find out all where the cocaine was. Um, and uh, cocaine you know, in your toothpaste. I don't have any toothpaste. That could make cleaning your teeth interesting. Well, I'm trying to make them numb. Yeah. And um, but I got two hours in the um, in the in the Qantas club to be able to. Uh, watch the Steve Jobs show, which we'll talk about a little bit later. We will indeed, because okay. there's been another Steve Jobs show uh, since. Then. I know, I know, I know. We won't talk about that because it's all very space stuff. <laughs> space stuff. <laughs> Toroids. Yeah, talking about the toroid. Talking about international poorly, which we were earlier, and uh, I don't know if we can get into that. I'll just see if international's on. Highcroft and Worth Research. Virgin have um, given Worth these marching orders. Um, yeah, well, uh, the I mean, partnership, the Virgin partnership with Worth Research has been terminated. They didn't figure they were getting the uh, the results, and they didn't figure they were making enough progress. Rather to say that the the, the CFD, the, the, basically the the uh, comp computerised fluid dynamics yep. rendering of vehicles, rather than using a traditional wind tunnels, was a better way to go. But it, it appears that it hasn't it actually, actually been no. so. Uh, I'm sure there's more to that. Absolutely. Now, while we're talking Canada for the weekend, um, apparently uh, uh, Eric Bouillet uh, <coughs> reckons that Renault are on the brink of propelling themselves up with the big boys. But interestingly, with Renault this weekend, they had to go to um, the race organisers uh, and the FIA and actually get permission to run the Lotus Black and Gold livery. Because the last time it ran, of course, in Canada, which is very no tobacco sponsorship, um, the black and gold was associated solely with cigarettes. And um, anyway, the, the powers that be have apparently said, no, no, that's fine. Um, we know you have no tobacco sponsors and there's no reference to uh, anything of that nature on the car, so you're sweet to, uh, to run your standard livery, which I think is good. Because it wouldn't just wouldn't look the same if they had to repaint it. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Now, while we're still on Formula One, and you're trying to get international, if you can, um, I see that uh, finally um, Damon Hill is going to stand down as president of the British Racing Drivers Club. Uh, he's apparently, you know, he's had a gutful. We, well, no, we've spoken about it before. He's he's not had a gutful. He's actually been very very good. Um, up in his five years, I mean, like he took the job in two thousand and six. And he's going to give it all away at the annual general meeting on August the 25th, my birthday, viewers, if you want to send me any uh, alcohol. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he's, he's basically turned Silverstone around and, and secured the future of uh, the British Grand Prix. 
uh, with a 17-year deal, so he did, he did well there. And now Silverstone's been redeveloped. They've secured the rights of the British rounds of MotoGP and the World Superbikes. So he's done a, a, a good job, and uh, he reckons that now it's all... Um, all done and dusted, and Silverstone's gonna sort of got a stable future. Um, he reckons it's time to uh, hand over and devote more time to his family, of course. Um, so he's still a committed member of the BRDC, and he wants it to go from strength to strength. And Interesting. Beard, and beard trimming. And beard trimming, which is very, very white these days, I have to say. Um, Speaking of white beards. And well, just faces. before you do that, let me just finish this off. Okay. Apparently, Derek Warwick. Former Formula like One Derek driver. Warwick. Yes, he's already announced his intention to stand for president when um, when Damon retires. It's actually so connected to the Triple Eight deal with uh, with uh, Ian Harrison and uh, and um, uh, and Dane. Roland Roland, Roland Dane. Dane. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of, of white, now that we went and did a little bit of go karting when I was away, then folks. Has, has turned up. I'm oh, talking white mate, hair. With him, yeah, sculptured white hair. Okay. With with Mike Brednell, who's um, an Aussie guy from um, yes uh, uh, from um, uh, Melbourne, but is married an uh, American girl, and is doing pretty much the sports and motorsports as that for the Detroit Post, one of the major newspapers up there. And uh, his friend, one of his friends, Serge uh, Eo, Serge Eo, <laughs> Serge Eo, a hairdresser from yep. Melbourne. Who's, really? Don't read anything into that. <laughs> Great guy. They went, let's go go-karting. So we they went always out. go go-karting. So they went go-karting. Well, went there. Fogues has got the full schmear. What, he has the race bought, suit? Race suit, the what? Helmet, yeah. back pain things, gloves. Like It's like, oh, who's wants the one? The race We're boots? In, We're in the middle of nowhere. He's got the boots on? The, the works, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's <just> <laughs> on the belt and I've got nothing and, and, and like and they've just been to the same track for ages and ages and ages and the steering wheel's like this they had so much like 10 degrees of playing it they're all bitching and moaning and I'm like alright so I got the, got the car that went round cleaned them all up cleaned them all up good for you <laughs> but I but I hadn't been there before no I wouldn't say I cleaned them all up they just weren't they were just behind <laughs> but there was a lot of shunting going on uh-huh. But, and also there was a bit of dummy spitting and, and pulling into the pits and like that's it I'm not playing and then mm. and folks says I'm not trying that and I'll swap cars I said no I'm happy with my car no I don't because <laughs> he thought you had a fast fine swap cars and still beating I'm just saying that he no I'm just asking did you still beat him wasn't featuring right and then and there was the last race in the nicest then, possible way two of the three but only folks and I were out then the other two were in the pits <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, I've never heard so many excuses come come out of people's mouths. So then we thought, they said, let's go and have something to eat. So we went down to a place called Rick's. Rick's Cafe Boatyard, which is not far from the track. It's very nice. It's a boatyard with a cafe and... So there's a river there. A cafe to me sounds like a boatyard with mungbeans and and, and cappuccinos. Right. there's There's a river. There's a... It's a lake, right? Okay. And stuff and yeah. boats, right? And it's a big grill Just house. Just to qualify that, yeah. And we're there, and you know, a few drinks, and we've gone inside and sat down. And and Mike's been going because he's, he's a bit, you know, if the wind blew the wrong way, fucking wind. Like <laughs> <laughs> very, it's very cranky and yeah, I fucking fix that. Anyways, he said, let's have a come on, we a martini. And I went, oh, well, what sort of a martini? Ah, oh, just give up a dirty martini with an olive. 
Like, well, hang on, I need to know a bit more about martinis. Yeah, yeah, sure. So he gets the girl over. And they go, look, um, you, you, you got martinis. Yeah, we do martinis. I said, well, have you got a list? No, no, we know what we're doing with martinis. <laughs> said, but we don't. Have you got a list? And, yeah. and, and, and so he, so, so he says, oh, I'm going to fix her. And then, like, gone off to something. Tell the management that she had to be fired and we want another waitress. And so I opened the menu and inside, because I'd ask her, is there a menu? Yeah. She goes, no, there's the, there's the martini menu. Okay. I went, oh, there's the martini. Hey, hey, Mike. I said, hey, busy. So I've gone to the loo to come back and there's Mike standing there. And I go, look, the martini menus. And he goes, fuck that, we're leaving. And I said, why, did you make a mess? Up there, and he goes, No, the place is on fire, it's burning down. <laughs> and it did, it burnt to the ground, the whole place. We didn't pay for dinner, <laughs> didn't pay for dinner. And it was had like, you already eaten? No, we'd had sufficient oysters that we felt were <laughs> unworthy of payment and <laughs> drinks and wine. So you said, I'm going to lie. And talkstep view. 150 police and the firemen turned up. Thrown outside, it was like it was like Leonardo DiCaprio, mate. Like at the like the, the Titanic's sinking and the sinking and the Mexican is walking through with the with the with the chicken wings and, and drinks for the people next door. And I go, eh, it's um, it's on fire. And there's the blondes doing the kettle one like vodka ice promotion. I go, post on fire there, eh, and still get serving the drinks. Are you kidding, mate? And at that point, Mike went, right, I'm leaving. Stormed off. Yeah, we found him kilometres down the road later on. We picked him up in a cab. Went to the next bar where we made a mess of ourselves. Anyway, burnt to the ground. Burnt to the ground. Famous. I love it. Famous. Fifty years of fame. They won't be making martinis for a while. <laughs> That's for sure. They must have made too much vodka out the back. <laughs> apparently, it happened in a fat tray in the roof. Ah, uh, yeah, one of those chipmunk. Anyway, uh, folks said to me, look, look, stay, uh, you can crash at the hotel. I said, but I'm only four miles up the road. I'll just yeah. go, no, 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 stay, it's all good, we have a great night. I said, but it's all right, I don't want a great night with you. I'll, I'll <laughs> yes. said, no, 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 you can stay there. What he meant was stay and have a drink and a laugh and all that stuff. All oh, right. So okay. you did that? So I did. And then in the morning, so I got up and then I went, uh, oh, I just need to have a shower. I don't have a shower. I said, well, I'll have a shower. I've got to go. I said, well, all right, well, can I have towels? No, there's no towels. <laughs> well, like, well, can I borrow a bit of deodorant? No! <laughs> he was... <laughs> you can spend the night, but don't talk to me in the morning. Well, he's, he, gets, he gets the blue screen to death. <laughs> well, he threw the alcohol and stopped flowing. I know! Once it's been evacuated, that's one, it. It's one of those people who just needs to wake up in the morning, have a quick shot. That's it. It makes everyone else better. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol evacuation problem. <laughs> oh, the Fogwar. Uh, well, anyway, I sent some messages off to International, who's obviously, you know, very busy being international. He is. Well, because he is. He's in le Lemon. Lemon? What time's it in Lemon? Uh, well, it'd be morning. It's seven. Uh, so it's eight, mid morning. So, so yeah. That's yeah, it's late morning. Yeah. He's done things with Don. Yeah. Oh, he's kept that up. Done with Don. He's oh. been done with Don. Do you know. So I'm in a bit of I'm in a bit of trouble, Joker. Why? Because what are you? Oh, angry birds! Oh no! What are you doing? You're not an addict, are you? Oh, you bloody are too. I am. Viewers, he's an angry birds addict. The world's gone to pot. And how did this come about? I, I, I'm well. I just. <laughs> 
I'm loving it. But how did it come about? It came about. Because I can't well, imagine you as an angry person. But I, it is a very good. I, I didn't even know what it was about <laughs> right. until uh, Tamara's uh, five-year-old Beck uh, forced me to take him to Rock Bottom for lunch, and he said, "Let's play Mad Birds." And I said, "They're not Mad Birds. It's Angry Birds, isn't it? It's not Mad Birds." Oh. Mad Birds. I said, "Angry Birds." Yeah, yeah that's it. I mean, what? And so then you started playing, and then the rest, of the, as they say, is history. I, I bought. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the app store's making a fortune. The whole, the whole set, along with uh, some very interesting uh, Himalayan pink salt crystals that you can't get anywhere else in the world. So they told him, viewers, except if you go to your Monday markets or Noosa Farmers Market <laughs> last Sunday, you should have seen it, viewers. He came in and he goes, "Guess what this is?" And I went, "Salt from the Himalayas." And he looked at me like I'd just landed from Mars because I'd only seen it on Sunday. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Listen, let me tell you that that's not what Valerie Eichmann Smith and, uh, and and Jonathan Gregson had said about it. Right. That's for they say. You wouldn't be reading that, would you? No, they specifically <laughs> said that. Don't be cheeky. That's my line. Uh, it specifically said that uh, the Himalayan pinks rock salt. This salt is hand mined from Nepal from ancient salt deposits and is believed to be the purest salt on earth. The iron content gives it a distinct pink colour, fun to have in a block and great over food and definitely unavailable from the Yamundi markets. <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> and interestingly... But the point is, got... my, it, this is here and it will be a damn sight cheaper at $9.95 US Boy, were things cheap in the US. I'm sure it was. I'm things sure it were cheap in the US. I got to try all these lovely wines. There's some lovely wines over there that the US yep. have got. Which previously I've gone, uh oh, $35 wines means $45. Yeah. Eh. Now $35 means $28. Right. Or less. And they're good. Very good. Well, at that price they should be. Well, I mean, I got an opportunity to chuck. It was the first time I'd been to America where I, whatever you bought was less than that. Okay. Right. So, this shirt. Well, I wouldn't have bought that shirt. I don't even place, but, you know. but like, you know, eight bucks. Right, yeah. Like, t-shirts. Made in China. Five. No, you know, the funny thing is, they're Mossimo. Yeah. They're an Australian brand that <laughs> we don't get here. You buy the glasses, like, yeah. um... The, oh, you the can shoes. get it in Surfway shops, but yeah, it's but, arm and leg job. Here. Yeah, but the same sunglasses, which yeah. are 15 bucks over there, are 150 Yeah, that's here. right, exactly. That's yeah. just wrong. We've been totally right. rooted here. We've been rooted by like, excise and stuff like that. Bottle of water, one dollar. Fanta. Dollar twenty. Mm. We're, we've been we've been bent over and fucked big time by the government here, and I'm not taking it anymore. That's right. And if you want to know about governments, you need to go and get the movie Inside Job Out, which is actually very very good, and it tells you about how everything went wrong in Wall Street and all the assholes. The narcissist, the narcissist show. Ah, right. Are back in power. Yeah. The Nanky running the treasury Alan Greenspan oh, who for Greenspan, years yeah. for years wouldn't regulate uh, regulate um, the uh, uh, what is it the um, come, to, come to me a minute right kind of Alan Greenspan anyway he wouldn't what, what, what would he regulate I don't know I know he was sort of there for a while uh, the uh, derivatives Right. And then was uh, allowed the uh, leverage ratio of the big people like uh, uh, Golden, Golden Sachs and uh, Bear Stearns and all those guys to 
increase their leverage ratio, meaning the amount of money that they could yep. borrow against the value of the asset, up as far as 33 to 1, which meant a 3% drop in the value of the product, yes. like a house, meant that the equity was vanished. Right. And there were and duties and, there and standards and pools yep. given everything, subprime market, AAA, but hang on, this isn't a show about economics. No, it's not. So that was that's like the end very of the cross. Going to get the movie out inside job. Hmm, sounds very good. Now talking about it. by Matt Damon. Don't interrupt. Talking about job. Oh, I see. We should probably move on to tech time, shouldn't we? It's not working. Got it. Tech time. Tech time. So the big spiel. Well, it wasn't that spielly. It wasn't that spielly, but it was. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of it had been leaked. Okay, so what is the Worldwide Development Conference held in San Jose, the annual pilgrimage sold out for the 5,200 attendees in two hours at a cost of eh, about $1,500 Australian uh, to, uh, to go there. What do you do? Well, last year went to it, it was all about iOS and mm-hmm. uh, how to leverage that, um, that, that um, mobile platform. This year... Perhaps a more concentration on the overall uh, Mac and iOS platform. Well, that was a merging of the two, wasn't it, really? Yeah. But a lot basically, of iOS technology inside line. I mean, I think, I think, I really don't think that what what they what they told there was a specifically something that you would do at a normal developers conference. Okay, for a developer. They want the APIs, the application programming yeah. interfaces, and there are heaps of them that are being made available to them, that allow them to leverage new functionality. But the core problem was that what we had on one device, my iPhone, wasn't on my iPad, it wasn't that's on right. my Mac, and and this is that's what it was all about, the iCloud solution. So that uh, should be good, but we'll just have to wait and see how it all works out. But hello, that's what it should have been. So basically, iTunes has now moved from the device to the it's cloud. The cloud. And you'll be able to sync your devices wirelessly. Yeah. Uh, but what about... I mean, the, the thing that puzzles me a little is, apart from the fact that it won't work here until we get a national broadband network, because a lot of people won't have the speed and the, and the, and the, um, the connection capability, um, things like the 25 bucks for your iTunes subscription so that you can actually... Um, keep Apple's iTunes equivalents to the CDs that you own yourself. Okay, in so the what? Cloud. Yeah, what they're saying there, JP, is that that if you, you know you've got a Boss Gag CD that you've yeah. got from years ago and you would ripped it, it's going to go. All right, okay, uh, it'll go to the GraceNote uh, database. It'll yes. pick up the the, the the information and it'll look and go. All right, you've got that. If you're a subscriber to the to the to twenty four ninety nine uh, service, it, it it will then we'll say. All right, we will pull the files. From our servers and put them into your cloud space at the two five two fifty six k AAC uh, yeah. f- uh, quality um, and make you legal. And then you can pull it down as much as you like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think and, which and, saves, I guess, uploading it to the cloud and then downloading it again, which no, is the think, only other way. I think it's actually pretty cool. So mm. I think what's going to happen there is a lot of people are going to take that on and twenty five bucks by you know fifty mm. billion people. That's a lot of cash. Yeah. But um, and that'll be distributed out, and obviously in, in a certain way. But but that that's cool because then I've got. So if I go around, and I, I find my old Boskeg CD and I chuck it in. Yeah. Not that I was a Boskeg fan, and um, not that there's anything wrong with that. 
when you finish digressing. Is that, that once I upload it, then I get the quality one back. You do. So as long as it can actually suss it out and get the great And you know, the funny thing about that is that since the advent of <coughs> about, I can't remember how many versions, about five, ver- no, five, five, yeah, about five versions of iTunes ago, Apple have had this capability to suss out what you've got on your machine. We're going to have to hurry up because we're going to run out of power. I can okay. see it already. And um, so I think that they've actually tailored their iTunes library now and bought rights to things. Like, they've looked on people's machines, basically, and said, oh, this bloke's got Robin Trower. Like, I'm a Robin Trower fan. Now, I couldn't find Robin Trower at all. But So I actually burnt my vinyl to a hard drive and then put it into iTunes. Well, now it's on the iTunes store. And I think that's like your Boz Skaggs elect, uh thing is going to happen all the way down the line. But what, one other interesting thing, and I know this will be something that you'll particularly like, is the fact that now that they talked about uh, Apple, uh, the new Apple operating system 10.7, Lime, that it will be only available for download yeah, through, the, uh, through the, uh, the app store. So, app store, so, so which means it cuts you out. Yeah, but actually, that's not the problem at all for you because you see that actually generates a whole new opportunity for oh, we've you in business. Because we've, we've you see, already got plans on that. Basis. Everybody's going to be pulling it down, oh. and then we go, eh, and yeah. you go, hey, sorry, yeah. you know, it's not my fault that you had to buy it from them, but you know, well, you're going to need an agreement. But also, we're we're putting the pieces into place like. to say, well, we'll download it for you and install it and make sure it's done properly. It will just cost you this much. But, you know, personally, I think so, this signifies that you've had a gutful of this industry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready to retire. Well, why don't you? I can't afford to. Oh. <laughs> I haven't got enough super. <laughs> What's the government's fault? It is. Well, because I'm in that generation that weren't, didn't have to have it compulsory. You keep that like, up and I'm getting JP. I'm going to give you some C-A-N-D-Y. When, when I suddenly got into my late 30s or early 40s, then they said, oh, we're going to make super compulsory and all you bastards have been paying tax all your life. Well, you can go and get rooted and yeah. find your own money. Smoke. We're not giving you pensions. So, there you go. Don't get me started. No, no line for JP. That's right. Um, Toroids in the sky. Steve Jobs uh, did a uh, very yeah. humble and, and quite a classic presentation to the Cupertino City Council. City Council. Yesterday. Uh, if you haven't seen it, viewers, go to YouTube and just put in uh, Steve Jobs presents the Cupertino Council and you'll find it. It's 21 minutes long, actually, if you watch the whole thing. Yep, I watched the whole thing and, and I thought it was particularly good where one, you know, there's always some idiot, isn't it? Yeah. He's going to say, he goes, well, um, okay, that's really great, but uh, what are you going to do for the citizens? That's uh, right. And, and, and Steve are we goes, get well, actually, yeah, we're going to get free Wi-Fi. And Steve goes, well, actually, um, uh, Apple is the largest taxpayer in the city of Cupertino, <laughs> so um, we're happy to provide you free Wi-Fi if you... Uh, uh, cancel the taxes. taxes yeah. Air, small person drinking <laughs> through hole into the ground. That's <laughs> no, very good. But, uh, but I, yes, we're, we're, we're at a batch. We are. And we're 41 minutes in. Yeah, well, Next well, week, well, we'll be week. bringing you the story of the best Bloody Mary Makos because I did a bit of Bloody Mary hunting well, around there. I do there. like a Bloody Mary. I know, but look at look what's going on here, JP. What? Just before, you know, we're getting, we'll just talk just about give a, a teaser. Little, 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 little bit of a teaser. Look at that. Look, the Frenchie. Make the Frenchie. Have a look at that. Vodka, Bloody Mary, tomato juice, Dijon mustard. But the, it, it, it's, it's more but it's than got just garnish, it's blue more cheese. than just an olive. olive it's built your own asparagus, green. Oh, yeah. Bloody okay. Mary bars, mm. really good Bloody Mary bars. I have to show you the picture. That'll right. be good. And so this also is from the Wall Street Journal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah where oh. you get a good old gun with your breakfast. And also, <laughs> I'm, I'm making making boigers. Oh, boigers are good. Boigers the flip for. Burgers over now, there are, you know, like they. 
They, they let you build your own. Yeah. It, no, it doesn't come... It's the reverse of a stacked meal. Right. And and the meat is perfect, yeah. really good. Well, we just had a burger competition here in town, and uh, the Hilton Hotel won it. So there you go. They, they cook the best burgers. Well, look, we're just talking until the power runs off. And if it stops, right. that's the end of it. Oh, it is. But we finished. We haven't. All right, then. We'll carry on. I went to the Coors, the Coors, Coors Brewery, Brewery in Golden, uh, Colorado. Golden, Colorado. Which is actually the largest brewery in the world. And it was so really how big is it? It must be huge. To, to five and a half miles long. Five and a half miles long. Five down and a half down, miles down long. And there's mazes and buttes, and it's, it's, it looks Utah-ish. <laughs> Utah-ish. <laughs> and so they got. Well, how many vats they got for Christ's sake? Well, the stills. Stills. Lots of stills. stills but they, they yeah. all sorts of interesting stuff. And one of the guys, the, one of the master brewers, actually came with us to uh, Indianapolis. Uh, it was. Um, uh, a friend of uh, Tom and Tamara's because Tom has a trucking company which moves the barley and bottles oh, right. and stuff yep, yep. like that based out of Golden so all very interesting um, moving away from rail and I love trains and Tom <laughs> loves trains too we talk that's trains good. a lot good and um, that's another story he'll be coming out story. here he'll be coming out here for the Clips of 500 next year this gentleman has raced at Tom O'Waringer, uh 2006, 7 and 8 the uh, Indy 500 very interesting cool. fellow and Will be the deal is done. Had lunch with Gino. Yes. Today bought him lunch at Orgy. Oh yeah, Orgy yeah. Hotel. Nice. Um, corporate box. Uh, very beautiful. Way to go. But will we be here? Can't say too much. Very unhappy. Hangdog look here. Oh yeah. Look, world corporate headquarters of Radio Hotlap viewers. Apparently, the owners have decided that it needs to be renoed and sold. Uh, like, like so after offering to buy it off them, they, you think they'd bring up and say, would you like to buy it? No, no. More narcissistic behaviour. Well, absolutely. Because they figure that if they spend maybe 70 doing it up, they'll get an extra 200. That's why. Right. Well, they won't. And that's what they're doing. Well, they won't. I'll tell you. That's what they doing. won't. They won't. Because it's got massive salt damp at the front. Yeah, I know it's got massive salt And it's got a heritage issue. So the whole bulldoze the back of it out. And um, look at the dogs down there. Dogs! Look at the dogs are so happy. Hey, viewers, dogs. Dogs has got a new armadillo that Hardy bought back. And it's, was it chew-proof or something? It's obviously for kids, and it's chew-proof for kids. Yeah, it's it's a chew-proof armadillo. Dogs, look! Oh yeah, Look Dogs is it. looking very happy. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right, I've already played with that. Uh, she's <laughs> the funniest dog, isn't she? Look and, at uh, you with your four little sticks in the air on a cold night. It's cold down here in Adelaide. But, uh, that's all right. I've got my uh, sort of five okay. T-shirt on. Yeah. And uh, you've got your Clinique uh, 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 woman's face wash. That's for right. For my, <laughs> for my good lady <laughs> that you purchased for me that I have to pay you 60 bucks for in a minute. In a minute. Right, and and, uh, and uh, a new Monaro is coming out, but other than that, we don't know anything about it. That's right. So if you want to know about the new Monaro, just read this month's Motor Magazine that only came out today or yesterday. Oh, you'll be leaving that with me. So no, I won't be leaving because you do that every month. I get it brand new, bring it in just for a flick through because I haven't even looked at it yet. And you go, are you going to leave that? No, I'm not going to leave it, Johnny. I'm going to take it home and read it. Is it a new Monaro? When I've read it, I'll bring it back. Is it a new Monaro? No, there's no new Monaro as such, but they do say why Holden needs another hero car. So oh, really? It just could looks be, very dtm could be the it? real deal. So It looks a bit dtm yeah, So, anyway. Oh, there's not yeah. a lot in there this month 
That's, that's I, you know, I, up, I, I was talking to Alan and I said, what, what happened? You flew out here to drive, you know, the, the Nico Heller and Maranello yes. GT3. Well, yeah. Four hours before he was getting on a flight, Nick decided to pull the car out. No reason given. Funny that. It's a change of mind from unusual people. But, uh, whatever. And so Alan ended up driving um, the uh, Ted Huglin oh, yeah. Lamborghini. Uh, and winning his race before Ted crashed it. No. Oh. So. Hmm. <laughs> oh, Go figure viewers, I think it's Absolutely. time for Chinese. Oh, yes. It is, yeah. We have Chinese. We've got Chinese, yeah. Oh, you like the Chinese in America. <laughs> Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. Now we can go again.